And good morning on this Saturday at Keeneland. I'm sitting here during break on a very busy, busy Saturday morning on the track. Um, from 5.30 to now, uh, probably it's about 7 a.m. right now, a little after 7. Probably had about 70 horses already work. We're looking for about a 200-horse tab. This is the biggest horse population I've seen here at Keeneland in quite some time at this time of the year. So uh, I'm expecting, uh, expecting Kentucky to really blow up uh, over the last next few months with probably the, the best racing replacing uh, NYRA and, and California and actually taking a lot of those horses from them as we're seeing out here so far. Big day on the tab today. Uh, we've, got, we've got a lot of great racing. New York has got a very good card. You've got um, here at Keeneland with a fantastic card. Santa Anita stepped up with a good card. You got Gulfstream, Oakland, and um, Keeneland's card is really, really good. It starts off right away with a bang. Uh, the first race is a is an optional claiming event for Sam Furlongs. He's got a couple of horses that are really nice in there. The come the nice nice horses. Preamble comes back for Windstar. He's going to be a short price. He's a sprinter, seven eighths of a mile, and he should be hitting right between the eyes. It's a really good maiden race, and when you download your Racing with Bruno with the works, you're gonna find a horse I really like in that spot. So the second race is a is a race I like a lot. It's a maiden. Uh, <clears throat> it's a maiden special weight. It's seven furlongs. Go to the, the the race four. I have a best bet in there, so you're gonna get to see that. Um, the Commonwealth is a really nice race. Um, moving on down, and that is the sixth. Uh, Madison is really interesting. Um, really good horses in there. Um, but it, overall, I mean, you've got a really, really fun race. And it's, and when you come down to the Ashland to play, you know I made a big push against Jay Walk last time. I did not like the way she was looking and training and she ran accordingly. A lot of excuses being made. Josiah get blamed. Uh, I know one thing John Service told me after the race too, and I see John every day at, at Gulfstream. You know, we don't talk about how his horses are doing. I just watch and, and I assess on my own. And he told me, he goes, I didn't like the way she looked going in. You know, well, she ran like it. So, and also, she's not a very big filly. She's a really light, light filly. When she ran in the Breeders' Cup, she carried a big old girth on her. And she's a lot of weight. She's not carrying that weight right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm betting against her. And I got one in there that I singled. Um, the Toyota Bluegrass. Good race. Uh, you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get Vacoma. A lot of action on Vacoma. You're going to get win-win-win with a lot of attention to him. I got a horse in there that I think is sitting on a big, big race. The bluegrass is very interesting, and it's been a lot of fun to watch today. And gamble on. Now, if we move over to New York, uh, over at, at Aqueduct, um, I don't, you know, as you know, it's physically impossible for me to do every one of these cards. I do a lot of pieces of cards. Um, uh, for example, Keeneland and Aqueduct, I did most of them. Uh, Gulfstream Park was done by another one of my analysts. 
and Sananita is done by Brian Lazarica, who's an excellent, excellent handicapper. And he's been doing this Sananita for about a year. So Aqueduct, I had a hand in in what we're looking at. And in the first race, it's really, you got, you got a vehement uh, workmate for Tacitus that basically beat Tacitus in the March 22nd work. He's an interesting horse, and he's sitting at three to two. Um, real short price. Um, going down the list, you got a couple of cheap races, then, then we start with the big races. Um, in the um, Bay Shore Stakes, I like the, the three mind control. I think the turning back, he turns back, and I think he's going to be very, very tough. I know he's 2-1, to one, but I think Call Paul, Mucho are going to get a lot of money and so much better. We may get 3-1 to one on mind control in that spot. That's something you want to you know, jump up and shout about. So that's... We always look for prices. 2-1 to one to 3-1. to one. Sometimes may look good. It depends on how it shapes up. I think the card in New York is going to be a little chalky. So keep that in mind. Uh, we do. I do have an eight to one shot with Jason Service. This horse will never be eight to one. First of all, it's number ten, Wicked Floyd. With Jose Liscano in race five. Wicked Floyd, Jason Service, eight to one. He'll be half less than half of that. So it's something to keep in, uh, to, to look at in race five in New York. Maybe that's your play right there. You play Wicked Freud, Daily Double in the fifth, to Mind Control in the sixth. There you go. There's your value. Um, the Wood Memorial. At a mile and an eighth. I find it that people are going to overbet Hoffa's Union. I already heard had so many people write me about this. There's this this epidemic disease of just pushing these horses into these spots, and Cassie shows no patience. They've got to have him in for a Derby horse. Go look at see. I think some of you got our email. You know, I did last night that chronicled how Office Union got here. I think that tells you a lot. You're really pushing a horse that didn't sell very well because he had issues. Now you're going to throw him to the wolf. This is going to be another fun race to watch. Let's move on over to Santa Anita. By the way, the weather is going to be very nice all the way across the country. So that's, that's what we got going for us. The Senate Oaks is in the third race today, and I think Baffert holds a good hand. I'm not a fan of Bellafina, never have been. I don't think she has the, the, the stride, and I, I, she has won at a distance. She's just outrun her competition. There's come a day where she can't do that anymore. I'm very interested to see how that turns out. She's going to get bet. I think one of the two Bafferts will win, even though Baffert has not done well at the meet. So... That's another thing to keep in mind. As you hear, planes taking off here from Bluegrass Airport, right across from uh, from Keeneland. How about race seven? It's uh, 
mile race with uh, the 11 Proud Petro. A French import making a stateside debut uh, for Leonard Powell. We have a pretty decent work on the training track on March 5th. I'm going to like this horse. I'm going to see if we can do something with this horse with Flavian Pratt on board, the 11 Proud Pedro. So the Santa Anita Derby, and, and folks, my voice has been slowly coming back. So forgive me if I've had to start and stop. You don't want to hear anybody coughing and sneezing. I don't. Give me some credit. I'm saving you from having to hear that. You know what I'm talking about? Let's go over to the Santa Anita Derby. Short field. Six horses. Two Bafferts. Instagram. What can I say about Instagram that I haven't already said? He hung the length of the stretch in the Gotham. Threw his head up in the air and did what he always does. His races in California as a two-year-old looked impressive, beat nothing. And you could tell he didn't want to go much further than that. And just a tip, just a tip for you. Horse that wins the Sorrento stake, excuse me, not the Sorrento, but the best pal, usually doesn't turn out to be all that much later on in career. They're good then, they're not much later. Instagram is a perfect example. Roadster came off throat surgery. It's taken a while to get him going. I hated his last work. He couldn't get by Explorer. And if you're going to be a derby horse, you better know how to get by horses. Blow by horses. None of this pussyfooting around next to him like, oh, la, 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 la. No, that don't work. And that brings us to Nola Contesta. Nola Contesta is a horse I keep telling, I keep hearing people, oh, he got a bad ride from Joel. Well, how many times have we heard that we got a bad ride from Joel? Hidden Scrolls got a bad ride from Joel. What happened? Couldn't find him. Jaywalk today supposedly got a bad ride from Joel. What happened? What's going to what happen today? Nola Contesta got a bad ride from Joel. Let's see what he does today. I guarantee you, none, those three won't win. What I find interesting every day when I listen to handicappers or analysts, three different things pop up all the time. And this is all they look at. Who's going to make the lead? Who's going to be the, the stalker? And is the rail any good? Or bad? Or did they come off the rail? Handicappers are very, very narrow in their way they think. And with Nolo Contesto, people can't think outside the box. They don't look at these horses and say, wow, that horse took forever to get by that horse. Why? Those are called sticky horses. Those are horses that are not... And look at, the, look at Baffert horses. Baffert horses, most of them have blinkers sometimes, but they come off. Both Roadster and Game Winner don't wear blinkers. You look at it, a lot of the barns, they got a kitchen sink on their heads. Most of the good Fletchers, no blinkers. Most of the good Chad Browns, all of the Chad Browns that are good, no blinkers. There's reasons why trainers wear blinkers shadow roll 
and figure eight nose band and all sorts of other equipment. Why? Because the horse has been difficult to teach. And they've done everything they can to get that horse to show, to focus on his task. First thing I do is I watch horses in the morning. I look at, at, at equipment. And Nola Contesto tells me, just by his equipment alone, he is a difficult horse to ride. Like I said, people blame Joe Rosario on Inscrolled, and they blame Javier Castellano on Inscrolled. Maybe it ain't the jock. Too much is put on the jock when a horse gets beat. Let's move over to the Sanity and a Handicap. Gift box, Joe Rosario. I like this horse today. You know, he's not gonna be any price, but I don't believe McKenzie takes to the mile and a, and a quarter. I, I just don't see him going a mile and a quarter. He's bred short. He showed that he only wanted to go mile and a 16th, most mile and an eighth as a, um, as a, as a three-year-old, I just find this race to have lost so much of its luster. I, I remember the days that the big cap was a big deal. You'd show up and I'd see Bayakoa against Ruhlman and Ferdinand or uh, Ferdinand and, and Alice Sheba. I mean, just the days, the, the, the days of the big cap have come and gone. It used to be a fantastic race. My favorite one was Siphon versus Gentleman when Siphon beat Gentleman. So, uh, let's see what happens. Um, that might have been the Gold Cup. I'm sorry, that might have been the Gold Cup for, for Mandela. But anyway, those are my ideas today. Those are my thoughts. And I think the cards are great and I think you're gonna have a great time playing the races today. And if uh, we can help you along, that'd be great. Have a good day. And make sure you can go to racingwithbruno.com and you can find all of our track there, tracks there. You can put in your coupon code CHAPPY, C-H-A-P-P-Y. And, and let's see if we can uh, make you some money today. Let's go have some fun.